0: Welcome to the Creepy Cryptic Podcast, the podcast where you talk about the creepy, the cryptic, and the macabre. I'm your host, Ron, joined always by Clancy.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Each episode, one of us will have a topic that the other doesn't know much about. Today, we'll be diving into some French-Canadian folklore. We will be talking about the Lougarou. It was definitely an interesting subject to research for me growing up in a French-Catholic family. I remember being told stories about the Lougarou.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like me with my mom where she's indigenous and I would always get told stories when I was little about the wendigo coming to get me.
0: So what is the Luguru? The Luguru is typically described as a person who can change into an animal form often as a wolf. In French Canadian folklore, the Luguru is often a dog. It may also take on the form of a calf, a small ox, a pig, a cat, or even an owl.
1: That's some variety right there. Sorry.
0: It really is. It's, uh, I'm just picturing, um, because, you know, the Luguru, in other words, is a werewolf. So just picture a cat coming at you or like a pig.
1: Why is it cute though? <laughs> like a pig. That sounds adorable.
0: So where does the Luguru come from? The Luguru is brought to Canada by French settlers from traditional tales about werewolves. The Luguru is believed to be a cursed man. In French Canadian tradition, the Luguru is often guilty of not being a good Christian. For example, people who did not confess during Easter could be cursed to become werewolves. Uh, the spell could last as long as 101 days. So imagine turning into this monster every single night for 101 that sounds days. Exhausting. Like It really does. Like Imagine just walking around the woods. Because like Quebec, it's all yeah. thick. Thick woods. So, like, imagine if you turn back, like, during the day, like, 100 kilometers Where away do from your you house. Sleep? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it would be such, such a pain. It would take hold of the victim every evening. They were then forced to wander the countryside in animal form. The spell might be broken if someone recognized the individual while transformed and could draw blood from the animal. So, the only way to break the curse is for someone to be like, oh, yeah, that's Jeff. And throw a rock at him and make him bleed.
1: <laughs> Wait, they don't recognize the by the <laughs> bags under their eyes because they're so tired.
0: Uh, I mean, it's that's very specific. specific. Kind of... Like, uh, and neither person could speak about the incident. So, if one of you told uh, anybody about it for the rest of your lives, the curse would come back.
1: Oh wow! So like you're like. It's okay, Jeff. I got you.
0: You gotta really trust that the person that you, you know, and you can't tell anybody that it is you or else it doesn't count.
1: They don't really talk about that kind of stuff in a lot of werewolf things in the media and that, like, they don't talk about, like, these weird little niche things that, like, if you see the person and recognize them and draw blood, but no one says anything, all's good.
0: (laughs) In French-Canadian folklore, the, the tale of the Luguru is tied to Catholic morality. So being a good Christian, really. Uh, of course. A religious failing is often linked to the Luguru curse, only shedding the blood could free a cursed man. French-Canadian Luguru stories were generally less violent than the European counterparts or even traditional tales told in the United States. Hmm, cool. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get on to some stories about the Lugaroo And our first story is an excerpt from July 21st, 1766, a disturbing article published in the Gazette de Quebec. So just so everybody knows, I don't speak French, <laughs> I don't speak French very well. Uh, so I apologize that I am totally going to butcher most of these pronunciations. <laughs> Um, and also, the article that I have taken this excerpt from is from seventeen sixty six. So the wording is a little, um, it's a little off.
1: <laughs> Hither to <tea> Wolfman <laughs> or like <laughs> stuff like that.
0: I, it's just uh, kind of grammatically, grammatically like different weird. than how we talk. Yeah, now mm-hmm. it's it's very ye old. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you old wolf man. There we go. Yeah. That's a great name for a pub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, this is the excerpt. Uh, we learned from Saint Roche near the camp of Katmorska that there is a werewolf running the coast in the form of a beggar who, with the talent to persuade what he does not know, and by promising what he cannot keep, he has obtained what he asks for. I have no idea what a wolf man would ask for, but uh it is said that this animal with the help of its two hind feet arrived in quebec on the last 17th and that it left on the following 18th so it arrived on the 17th of july i guess and left on the 18th the following month or no it would be if this article came out in july it would be either a month or two prior so it stayed for, apparently, like, a month.
1: I thought it just stayed for, like, a night.
0: I don't know. The way it's worded, it's very... It's this very
1: weird. Either it stayed for a month or it stayed for a night. But any woodle, there's a, there's a wolf man out there. With
0: the intentions of following the mission as far as Montreal. Okay, so he probably was here for a while. If he was going to Montreal. I guess so. This beast is said to be dangerous, its species, as that which appeared last year in Gavoclain. Oh my god, that's uh,
1: Je okay, there Je we go. Is what I've got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is why the public is urged to beware of it like a love, a lovely wolf.
1: Oh, oh, lo- wolves apparently, are lovely, apparently. According um, to this,
0: um, <laughs> a few months later, so this is another excerpt from a different article. A few months later, in December 10th. Uh, 1767 yeah so a year later from Kuroska on December 2nd we learned of a certain werewolf who has been rolling in this province for several years and who has done a lot of damage to the district of Quebec so I guess this was before Quebec was even a province Hmm. Uh, received several considerable assaults last October by various animals that had been armed and unleashed against this monster Whenever they say the animals are armed, I'm just picturing, like, strapping, like, a knife to a dog and just sending it at them. Go get them!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's funny, too, that, like, the... uh considerable assaults were during October during the spooping times.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely like...
1: It's very wolfy of, of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and in particular, on the following November 3rd, which we received some furious blows by a small, thin animal, which we believe to be entirely delivered from this... Fatal animal, since it remained some time withdrawn in its den, the great satisfaction of the public. We have just learned by the most dangerous of misfortunes that this animal is not entirely defeated, and that, on the contrary, it begins to reappear more furious than ever. It causes terrible carnage wherever it strikes. So all be beware of the wiles of the malicious beasts, and be careful not to fall between its paws.
1: Ah, between its little paws. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the way they they frame that just sounds so
0: cute. <laughs> it's it's so funny. It's that they talk about being such a malicious beast. Yeah. But then uh, they're Be talking careful not the, to get
1: caught between its little tootsies
0: And that's lovely. And apparently, that a small thin animal uh, was yeah. able to hurt it. Yeah, that's not weird. not going to explain what type of animal it is or anything like that. <laughs> like it's it's so funny researching this. This was the most credible uh, article that I could find. And even then, it's also the most cited one, but never in its full context. It's just always like excerpts like this.
1: Oh, just an excerpt about the beast in its den and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it, it's not like, it doesn't talk about the hunt for it or anything like Like everywhere I looked, it was very much um, either this or like, Two guys got drunk out in the woods and swear they saw something.
1: Right. A very like (laughs) Bigfoot-esque encounter.
0: Yeah. Well, another story I have. This one is very dear to me because this one I'm going to be talking about is a possible Luguru setting that I had whenever I was younger. So some background. I was probably about 14, 15. We were traveling, me and my uncle... To Fort Collange, Quebec, which is about 30 minutes from the Ontario Quebec border. Very small, like 1,500 people village. It's where my dad is from. And I don't know how many of our listeners are from Canada or have driven in north through Ontario and Quebec uh, highways, but there's massive cliff face all along it and then thick, thick woods. And when you get over to the Quebec side, there is like no no street lights until you get right to the middle of town. So second it gets dark, it gets pitch black. You can't see anything. And we were driving in and I remember at the time me and my uncle, we were talking about the Luguru pretty, since we knew we were going to go do a radio show. And as we were driving now we were talking about it. And whenever we got done, we got there at the radio station probably around five or six, and we got out around nine. And we were driving back and it's about a 45 minute drive back to where we were living and so we're driving along and we had earlier we had gone the exact same way and along the cliff face you know there's just trees and everything like that it's very thick woods like you could there could be an axe murderer back there and nobody would ever find them (laughs) it's it's just definitely uh lumberjack central (laughs) uh but we were driving back it's dark it's about nine o'clock and We see as we're going along the highway, something is sitting on top of the rocks, Um, probably a good, probably 15, 20 feet up. And we just see a reflection from our headlights, like a set of animal eyes, but it was crouched down like a person, like where it was kind of like, that typical image of a werewolf you think in your head, if it was crouching down on top of a rock
1: that's terrifying anything people shaped but with the eye shine of an animal is like so scary
0: and because it was so dark we couldn't get a good look and we're going on the highway so we're going fairly quick and we see this and like i go just completely pale and i turn to my uncle and i go did you did you just see that thing on top of the rocks and he just goes yeah i didn't want to say anything because i didn't want to freak you out but we're both we, i just feel the car start lurching a little bit faster <laughs> yeah for the rest of the way to we get back to uh ontario we turned the high beams on because there was nobody else around
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was it was literally we joked we're like oh you want to go back and uh stop the car and go see what's there and. We always joked about that, but it, it scared the shit out of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to stop and go, hello, whatcha <laughs> doing? And, like, try and go see what there is.
0: Yeah, it was it was definitely, um, it, it makes me, that's what made me so excited, too, about investigating this. Because it's part of my family and part of, uh, you know, our family our history and Mm -hmm. it makes it very very kind of personal
1: yeah no it was super interesting yeah super interesting
0: so that's the Luguru thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a review and share the show with someone who would enjoy it if you've had an encounter with the Luguru or have any suggestions for a topic we'd love to hear about it Uh, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com
1: thank you so much guys and uh, we'll see you next time thanks
0: see you next time Bye! Bye!